Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. He's Adam Morrison. I'm Dan Dickow. We're going to get right into it where we're going to talk about Gonzaga's two games this week uh, on the road and a little bit about the WCC, what Adam and I both expect to see not only this week, but in conference play. So, Mo, let's just jump right into it. Gonzaga goes on the road for two games. They play at USF and at Santa Clara. If if you take out or St. Mary's, you take out BYU, these are probably the next two most difficult places to play, and they're back-to-back. What are your thoughts on this upcoming road trip for the Zag? It's going to be a big road trip. I think, uh, you know, San Francisco started off poorly, but it's been 11, 11 uh, or excuse me, 11 and six on the season. Had that great win against Arizona State, but started 0 and 2. And Santa Clara is much better this year. I think they're, I believe they're 11 and 5. Uh, so they're programs that are continuing to play well, kind of piggybacking a little bit off last year with some success. Then you mentioned that San Francisco building is a, a fantastic place to play. We've won there, but in the last five years, there's been some really close games, some tough battles. Um, there's been a couple where, you know, it may look like a 12-point victory or 10-point victory, but much closer than that, especially the Todd Golden teams that had us on the ropes a couple times. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a tough road trip, a, a great test for our guys. Um, and I'm looking forward forward to it because we had a great start, obviously, against Pepperdine. But uh, this is a big road trip to go 3-0. Yeah, that game against San Francisco, it's going to be interesting to see which – Don's team shows up because they've they've had some really good stretches and they've had some head scratchers. I mean, they're 0-2 in league play. And obviously you go 0-3 with a chance to stay out of the dwell, the the cell. Um, there's going to be some motivation there. Um, when, when you look at the way they play, they shoot a ton of threes. They don't shoot a lot of mid-range. Um, they, they play out of the post, but it's throw it into the post and then go split actions. I call them come together actions where two guys come together and it's read and react. Uh, it can be difficult to guard. What are the key focal points when you're guarding a team that, that plays in that style? Uh, you have to communicate. Obviously you have to get below, um, the level of the screen or the come together. So there's no slip action. Um, and then you just have to understand that, you know, I, I always like to switch those actions. Obviously, there's counters to that. But with the versatility that we have on the perimeter defensively, and we've um, been much better defensively on the perimeter, I think you can just switch everything. But the biggest thing is you have to have contact switches and you have to um, communicate. So if you can do that, um, you can eliminate some of the, you know, slip baskets or, you know, wide open jump shots. I think when they throw it in the post, we'll probably go single coverage, which we've done a lot this year. Um, so, yeah, you just have to – it has to be a game of communication, really, on the perimeter. Um, I love their style of offense. I think it's uh, hard to guard if you don't communicate. It's really good against bad teams, if that makes sense. But if you can be long and athletic and talk through things and be really vocal and, and be proactive defensively, um, you can really stifle it where it turns into once they throw it in the post, all the other actions don't matter. And then it's just one-on-one in the post. Yeah. It's one of those games. I, I think when you play against a team like that, it comes down to your principles defensively and things that you've worked on from the start of practice. It isn't necessarily a scouting report game, although you need to know it about Shabazz and, and Roberts who are going to shoot it, but it's really about your principles of staying solid with what you've worked on from the, the first practice of the year. Um, when you look at the second game of this road trip, Santa Clara, they've gotten off to a tremendous start. 
Herb Sendix got those guys believing after losing uh, a, a couple guys a year ago, including Jalen Williams, who's in the NBA now. Um, what is it about Santa Clara's program that maybe is surprising to you this year? Well, I think it's a slow build, and Herb Sendix, obviously a great coach. They have the belief there. They kind of want to get back to where they were with you know the Steve Nash era and more competitive. Um and then when you get into that gym for our game, it gets pretty wild and hectic. They call it the rough rider night or whatever their student <laughs> section, but it's pretty good. And it reminds you of the old kennel where it was um, a little bit out of line and not, uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm using the politically correct nowadays. Um, so. Which is it, crazy it, thinking that it's in the Bay area too, and they can get away with some of those comments. Well, they, yeah, they, they, they get after it a little bit and it's fun. I like those type of atmospheres. I think it's cool that the fans get into it. Um, but I think they just play a, you know, a fast paced style. They like to get up and down. Um, and like you said, belief is, is a big thing um, for this club. And I think Herb's done a good job. Like I said, it's been a slow, you know, arc of year after year, uh, slowly improving. And he's got a pretty good club this year. Um, but also this would be a great test for them. They thought the same thing last year and we went into that building, I think one by 35 and it was over within 10 minutes. It was one of those games where we didn't miss. Um, so be interesting to see what type of team shows up and what type of crowd shows up. So I think the WCC continues to improve as a league. Uh, I do think Gonzaga is a clear cut best team in the league. I think St. Mary's is, is the next best. Then I think it's a wide open race three through seven. I think there's a lot of really good teams um, but I don't know if I want to believe that there's a third NCAA team in there. Um, I don't, I haven't seen which team that is just yet. Who's the team in that next grouping in your eyes that could be that third team if the numbers prove themselves out over the course of the year? Well, I, you know, obviously St. Mary's and BYU are your, your typical candidates. I was going to say San Francisco, if they didn't start 0 and 2. I think they have the, you know, the, the, the style of play. They're analytically driven of, I know Todd Golden's not there this year, but they have the similar style and, and belief system. But starting 0-2 in league is difficult. So I don't know, uh, to be frank. I mean, it, the meat of the league is better record-wise. If you go down the line, I mean, it's 11-5, and 12-4, 11-6, much better than years past. And then even like Portland 7-8, and eight, I know that's not great, but it's better than what they've been in years past, Pacific's 8. <laughs> They were terrible for a while. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least these teams are, are competitive in their games and understanding um, that they got to schedule a little bit better and try to win. Um, but we'll we'll see. I mean, BYU was 5-5 five and five at one point in this season. Um, so now they're 12-5. and five. Um, Obviously, they've had a good stretch. I think it's the, you know, the typical candidates, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and BYU. I'd be surprised if there will be a third team not saying it's impossible because you never know how, you know, the rest of the league goes and then how deep of a run a team can get to get to the NCAA tournament or, you know, in our conference tournament is what I mean. So we'll see. But it, to me, it's the the three amigos. It's Gonzaga, it's St. Mary's and BYU. Yeah, you mentioned BYU has played much better as of late. I was really concerned about them early in the season. And yeah, yeah, I think you, I think they have won seven in a row. Uh, and with that, you know, it, it brings the the thought that they'll they'll be out of the league next year. Um, you know, so we're back to a nine team league. Would you like to see the league to expand to ten? Would you like to see someone get kicked out of the league and go to eight and allow more non non conference games? Um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? 
Well, I mean, I think it's, it's there's two ways to look at it. It's like, okay, so who would bring value to the league? Um, obviously, you got to have a Jesuit background or, you know, a private school background. There's probably two teams that only come to mind for me. It's Seattle U and then it's Denver, right? And those are two programs that are not fantastic, but they would make sense as far as checking the boxes of size of school, private, location. Um so yeah, I, I don't I don't really know to be frank. Like if adding somebody brings value, there's been talk that Pacific is not a great fit for this league. Like they should be in the Big West, and that's not a knock on them, but it just makes sense for them budget wise, especially like baseball, volleyball. Um, just play in the Big West, you could bust all your games, and and that's still a good league for all those California teams. Um, so I'm not really sure. That's an interesting topic, um, but it'll be it'll be uh, interesting to see how the league moves forward once BYU leaves. And then obviously people have talked about um, Gonzaga maybe leaving. And that's, you know, a discussion for a different podcast later down the road, probably after the season, but uh, there is going to be some shakeup in my opinion after this season. Yeah. It's fascinating. I, I, you, you can almost get kind of down the rabbit hole with articles right now about what could be with all these different scenarios. And, and yes, at some point we will have, uh a, a longer podcast on that so um mo always good to chat gonzaga hoops wcc we're not quite into the thick of league but within another week or so we're going to start seeing some teams distance them, them distance themselves and uh i think gonzaga is going to go 2-0 this weekend and, and start to really put the clamps down on teams and the league yeah this should be a fun one